0: Hey everybody! Welcome to the No Sanity Required podcast. I've got a touchy subject to talk about today. We are uh, this one's going to step on some toes, probably, <clears throat> and I'll probably get some amens out of it too. Some of you are going to like this. Some of you are not going to like it. But we are going to talk about the television show The Bachelor. <laughs> Welcome to No Sanity Required from the Ministry of Snowbird Wilderness Outfitters, a podcast about the Bible, culture, and stories from around the globe. And not only The Bachelor, but apparently from what I understand, there are some spinoff shows. Um, And I'm sure this is old news for most people. I'm sure The Bachelor, I haven't done much research on it, but I'm sure it's been around for a while and, and some people love it, some people probably hate it. But I want to give you some some background to why we're talking about The Bachelor. I overheard some uh some of our staff and interns at Snowbird Outfitters talking about being in an awkward situation where some church going folk were watching The Bachelor and there was a bunch of people over. I don't know the exact context, maybe like a cookout or or a get-together at, at the home of uh of of, of a couple and and at there was a certain point in the evening where the announcement was made that it was time for the bachelor to come on and so everybody gathered around the TV and then what ensued was really awkward really really awkward uh situations where uh people you know are watching this television program that that is promoting things that probably we don't need to celebrate or promote. And so I want to I talk today, not, I guess this is bigger than a conversation about The Bachelor. This is more a conversation about how do we as Christians watch television programming, watch movies, watch your favorite Netflix show, and do that with, I guess the first thing, do it with conviction so that, so that it's not just my interpretation or my conscience as my guide, but that the Holy Spirit is, is providing conviction in, when it comes to my entertainment and what I'm watching, movies, television shows, things like that. The second thing is, how do I watch TV or film or whatever? How do I watch it through the lens of a, a gospel or Christian worldview? So for instance, uh, there are some things that conviction of the Holy Spirit will probably say, hey, you don't need to watch that things that are celebrating maybe sexuality or, or, or types of violence or horror films, things like that, I think, and we'll get into this a little bit, I think probably not good for Christians, period. Like in general, don't watch that kind of stuff. Uh, when, when things are being celebrated um, or um, profited on that are destructive towards the Christian life and the sanctification process, Other things that maybe we're free to watch that aren't that are kind of neutral, you know, like not good, not bad. Could be maybe a crime show, could be some sort of sitcom, something that that's not anti-Christian, it's not overtly sexual or sensual, it's not promoting things that, um, as one person I read years ago, I think Piper said this that it's not promoting that those things that Christ died to eradicate in me um maybe it's not that type of show maybe it's a show that's like for instance a lot of our you know through the years a lot of our folks have really enjoyed shows like the office and parks and rec and um uh, then maybe less funny shows and more action shows you know uh, and and I'm I'm not a big tv watcher or netflix watcher so I don't have a lot of examples in my head but just things that I've heard Christians talk about and I think there's a right way to go about uh watching movies and television and things like that and I want to talk talk about that in this episode now <laughs> I want to start by reading a scripture, and this is from Romans chapter 12, verse 2. Now, before I start into this, a lot of people are going to have already probably tuned me out because I know that my wife recently had a conversation with um, some people who watched the show and didn't see anything wrong with it. And these are godly ladies, ladies that I know love Jesus and love the gospel and want to raise their kids in a godly manner. And they just don't see anything wrong with it. And I think when we don't see something wrong with it, maybe what we need to do is, is not be closed minded, but say, okay, let me think about it. You know, what, how, how does Jesus want me to be entertained or use my spare time or so on and so forth. I, I have spare time where I, where I consume what I call brain candy. It might be reading, it might be videos uh on YouTube, something like that. And typically for me, this is no big surprise for those of you that know me, but I like to watch uh, you know, backcountry elk hunts or bear hunts or something like that. You know, I love to watch real life stuff where guys are chasing big game in the Rocky Mountains and those those are the types of things that I'm entertained by. Well, it's just entertainment, you know. And so there's nothing wrong with being entertained, but at the same time we need to be entertained with some conviction. And I think a guiding principle would come from Romans chapter twelve, verse two, do not be conformed to this world. Here's my issue with the show like The Bachelor. The bachelor is conforming the viewer to a worldly or it's at least conforming the, the show participant. We'll say that. The bachelor is conforming the show participant into the like like into a pattern of worldly thinking when it comes to marriage and sexuality. Now, for those of you that don't know what the bachelor is, it's a television show where, and I had to go watch a trailer and little and I watched about a three minute clip because I had no experience with it. And somebody said, how can you judge the the motive of this show or the intent of this show, the content of this show? If you've never seen it. So watched about three minutes. That was enough read up on commonsense.com, whatever, you know, the website for families and parents and, and read enough there to know I don't need to watch this. I don't want it in my home. So In the three minutes we watched, what was promoted was one man having sex with two different women on two different evenings, um, both of them vying for his affection and, quote, love, unquote. And so that that was really alarming to me, especially in light of having heard people say, well, it's just funny. We watch it to laugh at it. It's entertainment. That's all it is but it's it's much more than that because what it's doing is it's conforming the participant and and i would argue the viewer conforming the viewer and the participant to the the pattern of worldly thinking so then he says but be transformed by the renewal of your mind so every day i've got a task as a believer to have my mind renewed by the scripture to have my mind renewed by uh solitude alone with the lord for me that's in the quiet early hours of the morning and usually some point in the afternoon i get away for half an hour and and just solitude outside usually i'm outside and i sit in the in and read my bible and reflect on scripture and meditate and in the early morning still dark outside this time of year it's winter at the time i'm recording this so sitting by the fire in the morning at the wood stove and reading the bible and drinking coffee Meditating on scripture. So what, it, why do I do that? So I can learn more about the Bible. That's part of it. But I would argue that the main reason I need scripture every morning is to renew my mind. Imagine your mind is a dry sponge when you wake up in the morning. That's not hard for most of us to imagine, by the way, because most of us are in a haze, a fog. So I wake up in the morning and some people think this is crazy, but I take a cold shower. <laughs> people are like, you do what? Um, I've gotten in the habit of that wakes me up. Good. Um, doesn't bother me. Doesn't make me uncomfortable. It's, it's, it's actually, there's a lot of health benefits, whatever. That's maybe another episode. We'll talk about that, but, um, about, uh, diet and exercise or something like that. But, um, yeah, so I get up, take a cold shower, um, and then i 'm alert, and then the first thing I want my mind to be opened with is the scripture and so my tendency is to want to watch uh, you know some uh, a news some some new the latest news uh, read the headlines or read an article or watch a short entertainment video just to kind of get me alert and awake. but I find that if I will open the scripture and first open my mind to the scripture there 's a renewal that takes place, and that word renewal" is interesting because the Bible uses another word, um, and that word is regeneration, where the idea of salvation, the idea that when I become a Christian, God renews my spirit. He rene- And you'll see the word renewal. David, um, in the psalm that we looked at in another episode where David is confessing his sin to the Lord, he says, renew a right spirit in me. And so in this verse, the idea of renewal is that each day my mind is renewed and rejuvenated to the things of God. Imagine if you've had really dry skin. Um, I have, a lot of people know I have two children who are adopted, Um, they are from Uganda. And the climate here really dries their skin out so bad, so bad, they get so ashy, like around their knees and their shins, elbows, forearms, hands, feet. And so uh, we're constantly, especially in the wintertime, constantly addressing that with lotion with good lotion. And I have, I have really dry skin and I have eczema, which is a a skin, a little bit of a skin disorder. So I have to put apply lotion. And what it does is it re nourishes and rejuvenates that dead dry skin. Imagine the word of God coming into your parched dry soul and mind that has been dried out by life in this world most of us on a normal day at the end of the day we're we're dry man it's like it's hard to live in this world it is not easy and the word of god applies like like literally like a balm or a lotion to our soul and it renews the soul okay so he says do not be conformed to this world but be transformed by the renewal of your mind the renewing process of the word of god so if i'm trying to renew my mind each day um then and then I'm doing something that does not aid in the renewal process, i.e. watching a television program that promotes promiscuous extramarital sex. Let me say that again. The Bachelor promotes promiscuous premarital or extramarital sex outside of marriage with multiple partners. It promotes that. If you are a Christian, that is not funny. If you're a Christian, that is not the way you are to be entertained. If you have been indwelt with the Holy Spirit, he has renewed himself within you, renewed your spirit within you, given you a new mind. The scripture says in, uh, I believe it's 1 Corinthians 2, that we have the mind of Christ. Here it says renew that mind. How do we do that? The word of God, the spiritual application of the word of God, the practical application of the word of God, renewal of my thought processes so to go and watch something that's going to be destructive over against that is not good for me and it's not good for the people I'm around. It's not he said he goes on he says that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. Is it good and acceptable and perfect to do this thing? Perfect just means does it bring some completion or fulfillment to the spiritual process in me? And the answer to that is no. I, that that's not even open for. Well, does it? Does it not? I don't know. Does it for me? Does it for you? Like maybe each one of us is different. No, it does not. Watching that kind of programming does not renew the mind, and it does not enable me to discern what is good, to have wisdom in my soul and my mind. It doesn't help. It's destructive, y'all. It's destructive. Shows that promote what God abhors are not the way we should entertain ourselves. And I've done it. Not with The Bachelor. I've done it. I've watched things I shouldn't have watched. We all have. I would, argue, I, I would think, I wouldn't argue, but I would think we all have. We've all done that at some point. And so I think it's important that we understand that what we are entertained with matters to God. And it shapes the way we view God. It shapes the way we view sexuality. It shapes the way we view holiness, which is purity before the Lord and it matters, and we shouldn't be entertained with it. Now, if you're a woman and you're listening to this, I should say if you're a woman and you're still listening to this and you haven't been turned off by what I've said, um, because a lot of people probably haven't made it to this 13th minute of the podcast, but if you are listening to this still and you're a woman, here's what I would say. You don't want your husband or your son or your daughter watching this you may think that it doesn't affect you i would first argue that it does affect you has a negative effect on the way you view the human body and sexuality and things like that Uh, somehow it's gratifying your flesh to watch it but i don't want my sons watching it i don't want to watch it i don't want the men in our ministry to watch it and be entertained with it and i don't want their wives to watch it because i don't want it coming into their homes and influencing the way they view sexuality the way they raise their kids etc so it's it is not simply a means of entertainment. It's funny. Let's just watch it and laugh at these people. It's not. And, and, and I guess the last point I would make is this. Those are real people. Those are real people who have submitted themselves to this entertainment ridicule. Like it's, people are laughing at them. And other people are are rooting for them. Like, like some people, you know, you kind of people draw up what team they're on. They want this girl or that girl, this contestant or that contestant to win. And the reality is nobody wants a marriage like the marriage that's going to come out of that show. If the marriage even lasts, nobody wants that. And these are real people. And there's, there is a crime on the books pretty much anywhere in America. It's called voyeurism. We know it as peeping Tom. And here's what, that, here's what that law is. It is illegal to peep or peek or look into the window of a, of a residential dwelling. Like you can't go up to somebody's house and peek through their window. That's illegal. Especially think about it like a bedroom window or a bathroom window and think about it at night in the dark. That person's going to jail. And what we're doing is we're celebrating voyeurism because the three-minute clip that Little and I watched, we turned it as the, the man and the woman laid down on a bed in a bedroom. And we didn't, I don't, I don't know how far it went. We turned it, but I thought this is voyeurism. It's like, we're standing at their window, peeping into their bedroom. It's not something to be entertained by. And, um, so it's not renewing my mind. It's destructive in the way I view sexuality. It's opening my home and my relationships to something that's ungodly and unhealthy. And it's, it's taking someone else's sin and celebrating it and calling it entertainment. And so I need to be careful with that. And and all and this could have, could be applied to any other television show or movie or anything else I watch, but um it, it's it's something I think I didn't realize what a big deal the Bachelor series was until recently when I've heard some others when I when I've heard it being talked about. And so um I wanna share those thoughts with you. Prayed about it and uh and ran the ideas by some folks uh here at Snowbird and uh felt like it would be good to to share that with you. I hope it's helpful. Hope it's uh, I hope it doesn't anger you. <laughs> Uh, I hope it. I hope it at least provokes thought. And I would say this: if you don't agree with it, go study Romans twelve one and two, and tell me where the viewing of that this type of programming fits into that, into the the sanctification process and the renewal process of the of the way a, a believer thinks and how we view the world and sexuality and things like that. Okie doke. That's what I got, and I really am thankful that you would tune in and listen. And thanks for joining in. And I'll see you in the next episode. Thanks for listening to No Sanity Required. Please take a moment to subscribe and leave a rating. It really helps. Visit us at SWOutfitters.com to see all of our programming and resources. And we'll see you next week on No Sanity Required.